the fuck I'm talking about. Give me Lil Z. I understand. That's the shit, man. Yeah, I want none of that extra loud shit. They see none of that rainbow head shit. You know what I'm saying? It's the real street shit. Yeah, man. Fucking voice in the streets, man. It's like Jesus walking. More like Christopher Walken, man. I'll be with the streets in the age. Y'all know what's up. Bring it back. Oh, I'll be in New York with the gangsters. Know a nigga that'll shoot you for a tandem. If my ops is chilling in the foreign, then my nigga shoot up the phantom. I'll be in New York with the gangsters. Know a nigga that'll shoot you for a tandem. If my ops is chilling in the foreign, then my nigga shoot up the phantom. 4 4 got a kickback. Click, clack, get back. Shots hit your rip pack. Or you could get chin chat. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. We're back. Welcome to the episode of uh, Welcome to episode 103. See, I'm off. No clue podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler. I'm Mike. We're back after a small vacation. Um, <laughs> wish I could say a lot of stuff's been going on, but <laughs> yeah, more like a forced vacation. <laughs> right. Right. Um. So, uh, some news in. Sports that we haven't touched on yet is uh, Cam Newton. Yes, a lot has happened since we've we've last broadcasted. Mm-hmm. You, um, what do you think about Cam to the Patriots? Is that a surprise? I mean, honestly, no. It yeah. it it really didn't surprise me. Uh, the fact that it was he was like the last like real quarterback to be signed. Uh, all the other meaningful quarterbacks, and we we briefly talked about it, but all all those guys got signed like within a week. Yeah. Uh, so once you could tell that nobody really wanted him, it was no surprise who was going to end up getting him. <laughs> you think that uh, you don't think he might have held out for? A good team? Um. So I was thinking, I, I would think one of the, you know, not so good teams would definitely look at him. But maybe he, I'm sure he was holding out for a starting spot and for a team that can compete. I, w- I don't think he'd go and, you know, yeah. be behind I, Matt Stafford or somebody. <laughs> you know I, mean? I'm sure he was looking for protection wherever he was going. Yeah, that too, yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know, man, it's, I'm, I'm so shocked at how the price was so low. I agree with that. I, I mean, it, that really blew my mind. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you didn't think he was going to get signed at all, right? But you thought it was because the price was going to be too high? Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah, I, I just thought, I thought another good team maybe could make this move. I hate that it's always the Patriots. Yeah, they get the bottom like, of the barrel guys. The the easy. blueprint is there. Low risk, low reward. Yeah. Or with Cam Newton, it's low risk, high reward. Because, yeah, the injury history is there, but you didn't pay him a lot. So that that's not as big of a hit now. Right. Yeah. 
having him is much better than not having him. Right. So, yeah, I, I agree. I'm excited for it. I want to see it. Definitely want to see it. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see who he's going to throw the ball to. He may not throw it at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm curious. Maybe if the Patriots try to become some sort of like Baltimore hybrid, uh, that'll be interesting. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely going to get some running touchdowns for sure. Now right. that it's more fashionable, oh, he's definitely coming through flipping over people right. this year. Definitely, if he can. He's healthy. And if you look at a, I remember, I forgot what sports show I saw this on, but like looking at all the quarterbacks during Brady's time that have filled in, mm-hmm. uh, it's all been like significantly different from what Brady does, where there's more movement with these, you know, younger, more mobile quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I think they're gonna use Cam well. Yeah, I think so too. I think. A lot of their, I won't say a lot, but some of their losses in the past two years can be, you know, uh, attributed to Brady's lack of mobility. Yes. Because <laughs> Cam would not have dropped that uh, pass. <laughs> that in, the in the Super Bowl, yes. <laughs> yeah, no way. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of them, uh, a lot of their losses... He could make a big difference. I mean, he may not make the same difference in passing, but there are some moments where they could use someone that could move. A little I, I think I think Brady's last game in New England, uh, Cam could have done a little more with that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Um, Patriots getting younger, which is nice. Uh, you know, even who are they getting to fill Gronk? I mean, who's going to be? The tight end I I don't know. Okay. They got some holes in the roster. You think Tampa Bay is going to be good, honestly? Yeah. How good? I, I think they're going to get to the playoffs at least. Second round? At least. At least second round? Yeah, I think I think I think they'll be a wild card team though. I don't think they're gonna have a a buy in that first week. I think they're out first round, or wild card out done, home, fishing. My my question <laughs> is: Is Brady gonna make it through the season? <laughs> Why you say that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how good of a line Tampa Bay has. Uh, yeah, that's true. But it. it I don't know. We'll see. We will see. Um, what about uh, Patriots? How you know? What's their ceiling? Man, their ceiling is a wild card team as well. I, or I, their ceiling is a wild card team. Okay. So be- Cam plays the best he could play. You think they'll be wild card team? Just because the rest of the team is weak. Yeah, I mean, if he goes in like 2015 mode, then then that's a different story. But yeah, I uh, if he plays well, I think they could be a wild card team. It's just like they lost so much pieces defensively, and their defense trailed off at towards the end of the season last year. Yeah, and they have like no weapons. Right. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough. 
It's it's weird that Cam decided, you know, it looks like Cam's going to have to take some punishment. I, I do think that that benefits Cam, though, having a... Like, Cam coming now while the team lost a bunch of people, I think is better than if, like, just Brady left and just Cam came. Yeah, there'd be more expectations at that point. There'd be more expectations, and plus, I think he can make the team now, kind of. Like, because, really, what other option do they have? Like, all right, Cam, you got to figure this out. And I feel like that's, for a quarterback, that's more desirable than me just fitting into someone else's spot. Right. Because obviously there's going to be a lot of changes they're going to have to change. So with the amount of changes, having someone who's fresh and raw to be a part of the changes is better. Plus, I think, you know, if Tom had stayed and they lost all those people, then Tom would have been in real trouble. It would have been ugly. Yeah. So it will be fun to watch. This I think this whole season is going to be interesting um if they have it right true uh but let's talk about the big the big quarterback news mahomes signed a deal for 503 million is that right yes yeah half a billion dollars (laughs) yeah that's crazy I, i gotta say i like it 10 years yeah I like it too. I don't know if you saw he he did an interview with some some radio station or something, and he was talking about all like the stuff in his contract, and he basically can't do any physical activity other than like football workouts. Yeah, no, that basketball and crossing people up is over. <laughs> yeah, over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but man, I like that the Chiefs committed, man. I do too. Yeah, you you see the talent. It's it's all world. Yep. Like to me, there's no question marks about his game. And I think he's there's no question marks about his genuine uh, loyalty to the, to the team. Right. You got to keep guys like that. You really do. Yeah. When you start losing guys like that, you no one wants to play for you. You know, look at the Knicks and the Raptors. You know. Right. They got, um, they're committed to him. He's committed to them, and that's always a good. That's always good to see and worth money. You know, you got these high dollar guys ready to leave their teams or just quit football. Yeah. So often. And you got now you you lock up, uh, Mahomes for a decade. You probably have Andy Reid for a decade. Mm-hmm. You so basically retires probably right. You basically bought a decade's worth of contending. Yeah. And, you know, as much money as these f- sports franchises w- are worth, I think half a billion dollars is enough to be in the in the fight every year, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. I'm with that, for sure. Yeah. Um, now, Kelsey, what's Kelsey's contract like? Do you know? No. I think, I think Mahomes and Jackson and Watson and Wilson, those guys are players that everyone would want to play with. I don't think the teams will yes. have any problem getting free agents. That's why, that's why I think they will lose some of their current guys because they won't be able to afford them. 
Mm-hmm. But like you said, because they they got the best quarterback in the league who will throw you a dime without even looking at you. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to play with that? Without even <laughs> facing you. <laughs> right. Yeah. And he spreads it around. He's shown, like, I believe in him to the point where he, you could plug in, you know, Patriot level guys mm-hmm. where the web, you know, guys are getting hurt so you don't have the weapons. And Mahomes, I think, would be just fine. Yeah. I think so too. I mean, they, and plus, they somehow find, like, the fastest guys in the draft every other year. <laughs> they only go to the 40 yard. <laughs> yeah. They don't go to any other. Exercise. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, what for? That's all we need. But we, again, when you got a quarterback, you spread the field, you're unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah, they just keep the rest of their players out of trouble, man. Right. They can just manage that. They they were gonna be set. And I, like last year, their off season, they focused on getting defensive players. Mm-hmm. They did. And they're gonna continue to do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So congrats to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Uh, bright future. Uh. Tell me about this uh, Jamal Adams deal. He wants to be traded. <laughs> the three, his top three teams was Kansas City and uh, Baltimore, and was he? I don't think he said Houston though, right? Um, I I I didn't see his top three teams. Oh yeah. <laughs> was it San Francisco was the third one or something, something easy like that? He gave his list, and it was like the four best quarterbacks. <laughs> Oh, okay. Like Seattle, I think, was next. Okay. Yeah, All right, he's he, a smart he, guy. Yeah, he, he picked, like, the top four teams in the yeah. league. He's, you know, he, he had problems with the Jets, like, either at some point during the season or at some point, like, prior to this past season. Uh, but, I mean, it's the Jets, you know. Again, I wasn't surprised by this. Mm-hmm. Bad management. Doesn't surprise me in New York. Right. Oh, Cowboys. That was the other. Uh, that was okay. One. Yeah. Hopefully they send him to. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like, like an average to like or just a dead average team. Uh, yeah, here it is. This is uh, Adams would welcome a trade to the Ravens, Cowboys, Texans, and Chiefs. Of course. And uh, on a lesser level, Eagles, 49ers, or Seahawks. Dude, it's all the contenders. <laughs> That's what I was saying. He, picked them, he literally picked the, the, the only teams that are going to contend next year. <laughs> yeah. He picked like five out of the top six quarterbacks in the league. See, this is yeah. like, this I don't like. Like, I, you could do this when you're a free agent, but you shouldn't be able to do this when you're just trying to leave a team. I hope they send his ass to the Redskins. <laughs> send his ass to the Redskins. Let him rot, dude. It says he would welcome a trade, so I guess he's in control on this. He's uh, leverage, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it, he's a good player, though. 
49ers would be crazy. Him there. Yeah, one thing is wherever he's going, if, if it's any of those teams on his list, that's going to help them significantly. Yeah, it is. Yep. <laughs> this guy, though, man, that's hilarious. He just pulled up the NFL rankings and just <laughs> said this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> any of these eight teams right here on the top. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else we got in football? Uh, Dak. Dak got stuck with a uh, franchise tag. Mm, okay. Well. This was such a lose-lose to me. Yeah. And I feel like people... Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like this was being thought of last year. Oh. They, they were talking about doing this last year. Yeah. Yeah, so... At this, like, for the Cowboys, it's such a lose-lose that, to me, I think they took the lesser loss. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I'm not paying Dak Mahomes money. I'm not doing it. No, you can't. Because, again, Mahomes got you a decade-long guarantee that you're going to be contending. Mahomes I, could be in the Super Bowl every year. For exactly. Five years. He could have been MVP two years in a row, you know. He could have been a Super Bowl champion two years in a row. Yeah. If he gets the ball a couple years ago, different different things could have happened. Yeah. But but Dak Prescott does not do that. No, he doesn't. Dak Prescott does not win games when nothing is helping him. He doesn't elevate his team. Like, Carson Wentz can do that. Deshaun Watson can do that. Uh, Russell Wilson could do that. Why'd you throw Carson Wentz's name out there? Because <laughs> he's the division rival. Oh, right. He's yeah. the guy who's probably going to be measured the most to Dak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving yeah. For, if he stays in Dallas. Mm-hmm. For Who sure. else? Aaron Rodgers has proved that he could do that. Yeah. Uh, but it, to no, me, Dak Prescott has not proved that. No, not at all. And I don't understand why he's fighting so hard, especially if they offered him like $35 million. He act like that was, uh, uh, you know, like that was disrespectful. Uh, yeah. An insult. How dare you? Yeah. It's just. <laughs> it's only $5 million, or well, $12 million less than Mahomes a year. but. Yeah, it has to be just greed on Dak's side at this point. Yeah. There's no way. They offered him such, like, anything above $30 million a year is more than you're worth. Yeah. And, and NFL has gotten into this bad habit of the whoever's up next resets the market. That's crazy. Like it's happened with running backs, and now that running back contracts are all messed up. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's happening with quarterbacks. Yeah. Where the contracts are just going up, 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 like faster than the league is even increasing. So, well, uh, <laughs> shout out to Dak. Hopefully, they, you know, I mean, do, all Dak's got to do is what he didn't do last year: come out this season and and go off. Yeah, and not against the Giants and the Redskins. Yeah, go off in the final d- division game of the season against the Eagles. 
Go off in the critical games when you're playing the Patriots and it's a close game. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, did you see uh, uh, Raheem Mostert is demanding a trade? From the 49ers, right? The running back? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. He's He's fast. He had a great year. He had a good playoff run. Seven hundred and seventy-two uh, rushing yards last season. Ten touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. He's. he's it's he interesting where he's gonna go. Yeah, he might. <laughs> he might really. I mean, I don't. It depends how the team plays, but he might really uh, help a team. Dang, he only makes two point five a year. Yeah, he's he's young, right? Yeah, I think he's on his first contract. Yeah. He didn't give his... Watch, the, watch the Patriots scoop him. Oh, that would be crazy. <laughs> like I said, commit crazy. to the run game. Dude, what? Patriots, their running backs never last very long. No, they don't. Rarely. They have like... Um, who was that running back they used to have? They had like one running back that lasted a long time. And then after... Since then, that was like six years ago. Like every other year, somebody new. Yeah. That they you know stick to hard. Hey, that's that's, that's that Belichick magic. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll see where he goes. That's I thought that was really interesting seeing the year he had. I thought that was kind of random. But he didn't like how the contract. Um, I guess he gets paid for special teams and not for offense. So I guess that's why he doesn't like his contract, but I don't. That's more than I understand. Uh, let's see what else we got. Anything else in football? No, I mean at this point we're just gonna be waiting to see if if they even have a season or not. Football without a crowd would be trash. Yeah. Crowd is like such a part of the game. It is, and missing a player in football is like really bad. Like, you know, how the NBA is talking about, oh, you know, show must go on, lose a guy, you got five extra roster spots, all that. That won't work in football. <laughs> Dude, it, let's get into this, this NBA thing. Because we, it, like I said, it's been a while. The the this bubble idea has become kind of reality. Yeah. Uh, we have some details about what it's gonna look like. Dude, the Nets just should not go. Nope. I was that was my starting point. <laughs> what are they doing? No Dinwiddie. No. Uh, who's the other one? Torian Prince today. Oh, Torian Prince. Kyrie's not playing. Durant's not playing. What What are you doing? They go come in there with like all G League guys. Theo Pinson at the point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not watching that. They will get knocked off right away. Is it? I mean, too bad Beal doesn't want to go because they definitely blow past the Nets. It'd be easy. It's fun. Let, let me ask you this: what what percentage do you think? They will have the the season or finish the season or not. I think this eighty five percent they will not. 
<laughs> I was gonna say 80-20 to probably not. Bro, did you see the meals? Oh no! <laughs> Dude, that Troy Daniels Snapchat story? Yeah. Oh my god. Dude, I was crying. Someone said they were eating airplane food? <laughs> yeah, that fire Festival special. <laughs> That was crazy, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> he said LeBron is not eating. <laughs> yeah, Isaiah Thomas had to. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, that, that had me in tears. He said LeBron is not giving up Taco Tuesday for this. <laughs> That's what I said. That was funny. Yeah, uh, it's a disaster so far, honestly. Dude, you know what it is? Like, other sports are just kind of going for it. Mm-hmm. But the NBA is trying to, like, like really, f- pr- like, prepare and, and kind of make moves to prevent things. I respect that. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, now it's ma- everything is magnified. You know, and I, I'm all for players' rights. But I almost would have liked it better if they just made the players play. Because <laughs> the, the fact that people can just leave, it makes it look crazy. When you just got six guys on the team who just aren't playing. Yeah. They just don't want to play. I mean, what what did they give? They gave these weird deadline. What was it? Like June 28th. And Beal came out like a week after that and said, nah, I'm not going. Well, he's not going because of injury. He said his Cap. shoulder hurts. As, as they say, cap. Right. Uh, Oladipo said he's not going because of injury. Yeah. Oladipo's a little more realistic. They let the injury guys say it late. Uh, I'm waiting. I, dude, I've, I've been saying this since this idea started. All it takes for, let's just throw out Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> if Kawhi Leonard says, I'm not playing, this it's over. No. He doesn't play anyway. <laughs> Give somebody else. All right, if bro, bro, Milwaukee just closed down their facility. Oh yeah, if any, if if Giannis uh, got it, it's over. There's east. The Eastern Conference is like ruined. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, if MB doesn't play, I mean, come on. Yeah, if someone like that doesn't play for sure, if an All Star doesn't play at all, any and all it takes is not even for them to not play. All it takes is they got to catch the virus in the week or two. Because mm-hmm. they they talking about like some of the guys who've caught the virus are still preparing to play. Because it's fourteen days from now, right? And then that, when they that. start scrimmages and like guys are gonna get it. Bruh, I just think, I hope they scrap it in time. I hope they don't come back for a week and then, like, it's such a disaster that they just have to scrap it. I, I hope that, too. I which mean, is, is, is going to look so much worse. The arena, I mean, the, like, the courts do not look good to me. Dude, that's the least of my concerns. <laughs> I'm just saying, I can't imagine watching. I don't. I don't even want to watch it right now, dude. How some of the guys are gonna suck? (laughs) Like they're gonna be washed. They went four months without touching a basketball or like doing meaningful shit. I'm glad the Warriors aren't in this. this, (laughs) They would have really been a disaster. 
Dude. You know when Steph takes time off, he comes back, he looks terrible. <laughs> yeah. Air balls and stuff. <laughs> Air balls two feet away from the half court yeah. line. Yeah. <laughs> and Draymond. That's what like, dude. They got these scrimmages set up prior to the bubble. Like that ruins your bubble. You playing the other teams that aren't in the bubble is ruining the bubble. I don't understand the point of that. I don't either. Like, three scrimmages are not going to get guys back in rhythm. The thing is, the crazy thing is I, I really don't get, man. It, they don't lose that much money from not playing. They really don't. Like, the NBA? Yeah. They don't lose that much money. They lose. They'll lose more money if, you know... They gotta pay for people's hospital bills. Right. I mean, just let it go. It's and these guys act like they need the money, like they need to finish playing. Like, dude, that don't tell me you don't make enough. You just didn't manage your money well. <laughs> JJ talking about this is what I've been waiting for. Like JJ <laughs> People forget what even team you're on, man. Think about everyone else in the league. That you know. It, it's not good. It's just really not a good situation. It looks bad in Miami right now. They got like three different players who have the virus. It was cool. You know, when they first came out with it, if the rest of the country did it, what it was supposed to do and they slowed it down, it was a good idea. Yeah. Where everyone could play and the cases, you know, dropped. But now the cases, we've surpassed like the next two closest countries combined and you know the rest of the country and the government is not taking care of it so now it's a mess now it you know you they need to scrap it you're right it's not good it's bad but it's, seriously though if it was how it was supposed to be and we were down to you know the hundreds even the low thousands a day I would have said this was a great idea. They came up with an awesome plan. I completely agree with you. Um, and, you know, the guys are going to be safe, but I have no confidence they're going to be safe. I, I went to Orlando, you know, one of the weeks off. My mom had to get a coronavirus test. She was negative, but, like, what, when we went there, just happened to be the time where it spiked up. It was, like, the worst worst day it has been yeah. while we were there. And then Florida's, like, governor can't even acknowledge, like, the problem. No. <laughs> but know. that's a whole other thing. Uh, well, yeah, I, I hope they do say, I hope they stay safe. Um, you know, I respect the guys who aren't going. I think by, I'm going to make a bold claim. I think by our next episode, they will scrap the rest of the season. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair to assume, for sure. Um, shout out to the NBA. I really did like the plan. I thought it was a good idea. I like the um, I like the jersey thing they came up with. The, yeah, uh, but did you see? Apparently, they gave them like a like a specific list of options. Yeah, I saw the list. Yeah, and like I liked it. some of the players were really mad. I mean. I think the list they gave was very reasonable. I mean, you can't just go in there with just whatever. <laughs> you know, you can't just go uh, in there whatever. No, I, I just figured they would just let them, you know, they would have a certain amount of time and they would approve or deny, you know, certain 
options. Yeah, I get that. I but that would that. take time, so I'm, you know, that's, it's a minor thing. But I, I like that they had the meeting and they, you know, guys who first came up with it said what they might put on there. And then, you know, they went over them and said, okay, they approved them. And then they said, okay, we got a list of all the guys, you know, the top ones. I thought that was cool. But I, I get why guys are upset. But like I said, the, the rules have to stop somewhere. Like the league has to have some kind of control yeah. about it. But um, yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. Thought it was interesting. Um, let's see what else is there in the league. Uh, <laughs> this is an important. But did you hear Kenny Smith's? Oh yeah, yeah. He's definitely gonna be a front office guy in the future. Yeah, that's interesting. Why? Why? <laughs> I mean, he's been on inside the NBA for since like what oh three or something oh no i'm not talking about for him i'm talking about for whatever team wants to hire him i mean <laughs> he he has he he experienced you know he's seen the game he's been analyzing the game forever since he stopped playing you think he's a good analyst mm, it's tough to say because he's you know watching him next to chuck for a lot of years yeah. Makes it seem like he's a good analyst. Uh, I got a hot take. But, uh, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I think he's the worst one up there. <laughs> I think Ernie knows more basketball than Kenny sometimes. <laughs> and the thing is, it's not that... I think I think Kenny knows... I think he's good at like saying what a basketball player would do. But like he doesn't use the regular just watch the game thing like the eye test right what else he must like i think he likes to make the bold prediction and he just lets it lives or dies by the bold prediction but he dies on it most of the time that's fair but um real quick i do have the i do have the list of the uh the terms um that the players could have put on their jerseys not that long I'll, I'll say them real quick. It's a list of approved terms. Includes Black Lives Matter, Say Their Names, Vote, I Can't Breathe, Justice, Peace, Equality, Freedom, Enough, Power to the People, Justice Now, Say Her Name, Si Se Puede, which is Yes We Can in Spanish. I don't know why they don't have it in English, too, but it's just only the Spanish version. Uh, liberation. See us, hear us, respect us, love us, listen, listen to us, stand up, ally, anti-racist, I am a man, speak up, how many more, group economics, education reform, and mentor. That's the full list. That's a good list, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I think they were really trying to not let guys put like actual other names on their jerseys. Right. I know some players were saying that. Um, and I I get that. You, it really wouldn't make sense to do that. Put somebody else's name on your jersey, but 
Like I understand why they would do it before the league. I don't. I understand why the league wouldn't let them do it. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's all I got on that though. Uh, let's see what else? Oh, also, Kenny. Kenny said that LeBron might be number ten on his all-time list, and Kobe is probably eleven. I take back any of that credit I was trying to give him. <laughs> Stupid ass shit. He said he'd average 26, 27 right now. <laughs> I was like, what? He said I have my best year. I averaged 17.8 or something. He said that'd be, easy, that'd be easy 26 right now. I'm like, all right. <laughs> you got it, Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> That's nuts to say, though, by the way. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> what else do we have for NBA? Uh, let, me, let me ask you this real quick. Um, do you think if, uh, if they don't have a season, NBA or college, either of them, do you think they should still have the draft next year? When I say either of them, I mean... One or the other, not like not they don't have both of them, but one or the other or both. Do you think they should even have a draft? No. They should just skip it. Yeah, because I think at that point you start looking at like how you could kind of make up for that lost time, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe maybe they'll give teams. Uh, more picks in like a future draft. That, I I agree with them not having a draft, but I don't know how they would do it the next year. Right. I, yeah, I'm just like coming up on the spot. But my thing is like all these guys that are committed to going to the league, if there's no season, like they're just kind of waiting. And this way, I think it's better than you just let them wait and they get more time to prepare for being an NBA player. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, next, the next draft would just be two years worth of players? Yeah, I guess like add a round or two. Okay. So, I don't know, man. That's just like a random idea. Obviously, it'll have to be more... It'll have to be more foolproof than that, but... Now, the... The problem is, if they do have one of them, like let's say they do have the NBA, but they don't have college. Now, the, what do you do with the like the picks from the... Let's say we were the worst team in the league the year that there was no college, and we skipped a draft, but the next draft, somebody else is the worst team. So who? how does the picks go? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you... Get, yeah. We get the same percentage at the first pick, or you know, that's the kind of the thing. Like, yeah, maybe just have like two drafts in one. I don't know, man. Yeah, it'd be tough. It would be tough because then how do you say which players would have came out the year before and which, you know, it it, it would have yeah. been it would be awkward. But I was wondering that how they would figure that out. Um, I thought that was an interesting question. Um, 
It's hard to imagine a scenario where one of the, like, if only college or only the NBA has a season. Well, the NBA players make money, so they kind of, they would be more apt to have a season. College can miss a season and doesn't do anything to the players so much as the NBA. You know, plus age, like, yeah, like Vince's season, Vince's career just ended. <laughs> right. Just woke up and it's like, oh yeah, I'm done because we're not gonna come back to the NBA. Right. LeBron's not getting any younger. Right. So that that's gonna be, that's the thing. If they skip an NBA here, what about contracts? How does that work? You know, we had one more year of Kawhi, but. Now there's no season, so when we come back, we're just not going to have Kawhi? I mean, I imagine everything will get put on hold. But will they get paid? That's the thing. If it's on hold, am I getting paid? Kawhi got to work at, you know, Shake Shack in the offseason or something? But it's like, it's just my thing thing is the virus is only, like, spreading. Yeah. At this point, there's no there's no social distancing. There's no, like, you know, just wear a mask and we'll be fine. Like, 50,000 people are getting it every day. Mm-hmm. So, if there's no vaccine come, let's just say, October, yeah. the cases, in my opinion, are going to be exponentially higher. Like, there's not even going to be a scenario to me where, like, they could have a season. Well, some other countries got it done in two months. But it's they t- but it they down. they caught it in the beginning. Yeah, but no, I I think that I mean it would take longer than two months. But I think in three months, if we really put our foot down as a country and really tried to stop it, I think we could you know we could get it down. But I don't know if it'd be down enough for players to be comfortable to play, but. It would be down enough, I think, for the government to think it was comfortable, comfortable to play. But I think it is now, don't they? I imagine if it gets like worse and worse, the government's just gonna have to like throw out money to everybody. They talking about doing that now? And it's just gonna. Well, they're. It's taking them an eternity to do it. You mean it's gonna be like Bane just raining money? <laughs> yeah. Just pack yeah. it, like, bail package after bail package. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I just don't understand. It's hard to imagine what we're going to look like in two months. Dude, it's hard to imagine what we're going to look like, look like in a year. Especially with the change of the guard. Dude, I, I, remember, I remember the first couple weeks this was going on. Uh, my friend was like, man, you know, we might be jobless until 2021. And I was like, dude, you're out of your mind. Like, there's no way, you know, we're closing shit down. We're spreading out. We're keeping masks on. Some people were closing stuff down. <laughs> and about a month ago, I was like, you know what? He was pretty much right. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be bad, man. It's really bad. I'm glad. Uh, I've been applying to medical schools, and we're way off topic, but I've been applying to medical schools, and I'm glad they're, like, taking so many... Uh, like requirements out mm-hmm. there, yeah. Because <laughs> they need doctors. I'm, like, oh, I'm right at it. <laughs> right. Great time. Yeah. I mean, um, it, it's tough to look ahead. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 
And like I said, I think the contract thing would be the toughest thing by skipping a year. Because if this is my last year of my contract and we skip it, like like I said, how does the pay work? Do they just have a paid year where no one plays? And if so, if you give me my last year paid, then I'm I can switch teams when we come back. You know? That's the that's the hard part. And then if you don't if if they do just skip a year and there's no contract, you skip, you know, come in between the contract for a year off contract, then who how do you get paid? That's yeah. the tough part. Real concern is this country going bankrupt with all this like Everything you look ahead for, it's going to be hit financially more than it already is. Man, that's beyond a concern now. Right. <laughs> that's an emergency. Right. Uh, anyway, um, real quick, MLS, just shut it down, man. <laughs> Please! I'm sorry, soccer fans, but almost every team has one player with COVID, and you guys are still playing. And it's like the least uh, attended sport in our country. Professional sport. Dude. Playing? The real real soccer is back. Right. Why are you playing? <laughs> You're like last on the must-watch soccer list. Yeah, I'm in Nashville, and I think they said five of their players had. Oh, my and God. And they're still going to the camp. Why? Just... Because I, mean, I think I think they could go bankrupt. Like the NBA could survive losing a ton of money. Yeah. NFL could survive losing a ton of money. Yeah. Baseball might even be able to survive, but MLS, dude, Oops. if they can't miss a season. No, they can't. So, I, I see the desperation, but again, it's just it's only gonna look dumber in a month or two when you when you're just forced to shut it down. And you're just going to have a bunch of college players playing out there, you know, next. Because you're going to lose all their players. Yeah. You think schools are going to reopen? That's kind of the the concern right now. Right now they are. A lot of schools are um, still having move-in dates and stuff. I saw Ivy League canceled all their fall sports. I, I, I do want to give a congrats... Not a congrats, but I'd like to give a round of applause to the Ivy League because they've been right on it since the jump. Right. They were they canceled the um, NCAA tournament like they were the first ones, right? Yep. Penn said we're done for the year. Harvard said no, nah, we're done. Then they canceled the Ivy League tournament. They're canceling the um, you know, uh, not coming back to campus. Um. They're suing the government now. MIT and Harvard yes. teamed up to sue the government. To save the international students. Ivy League has been on point, man. On point. On point. I'm really... I'm glad to see that. Because they probably are the ones who really don't have to help anybody else. Because their alumni is, you know, probably worth billions and billions of dollars. But they, they're doing the thing for real. You're making sure everybody is safe. Yes. The only ones, though. They're prioritizing safety. Yeah. That's like, it seems like certain businesses and certain people are, like, considering whether safety is the best option. <laughs> like, that shouldn't be the case, but... Oh, 
should we go safety or capitalism? Uh, yeah, I, it's crazy, man. It's not good, but... <sighs> Alright, what else we got in sports? Anything? Uh, not, a, not that I could think of. How did the fights go? Oh, man. I, I also need to give ESPN and Top Rank a round of applause for keeping sports going with boxing. And people don't even know. Every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday has been boxing and UFC. UFC on Saturdays. But every Tuesday and Thursday has been boxing. Some Saturdays is boxing. And, man, it's been great. And it's not really high-profile guys. And that's okay. But they're keeping the guys safe. You know, 14 days, they get their own personal bubble. I've seen some guys whose managers caught coronavirus. And they stopped the fight. Not them. Not the fighter. Not his trainer. His manager, stop it. Suspend the fight. You know, something happened. Not yeah. going to do it. If anyone even close to the fighter has it, they're keeping them safe really, really well. Yeah. And keeping them making money. And the fights are entertaining every time. A lot of times it's very short fights. It's the guys that they don't have to pay a lot because obviously, you know, the high pay guys need pay-per-view. They need people in the seats, right? So... The younger guys have been making some good money, you know, and getting on TV Tuesdays and Thursdays. I mean, it's great. It's the best thing ESPN has been doing to me because their shows have been trash. Molly has her own show now. <laughs> what in the world? No disrespect to Molly, but... She has her own never... show? I didn't even know that. <laughs> Why? She took... Uh, uh, Golik and Wingo's spot, I think. Oh it's my like god! And it's just her, and she interviews people. She had Bomani on there yesterday, and he wore a uh, Cleveland Caucasians shirt. And uh, oh, we need to get into that too, in protest to the name changing. Oh yeah. Well, not protest, and he's for the name changing, but um. So the names, man. I remember in like, I'm going to say fourth grade, the Redskins were getting uh, pressure to change their name. It, it's happened multiple times. And now, like, I just don't get it. I, I'm glad they're doing it. It's long overdue. But I do not like the timing at all. And I hate to be the Stephen A. today, but it's just like, why right now? The Unfortunately, they've had 80 years. I think, what, they're the sixth oldest team in all of football? Yeah. They've had 80-something years to change it. But now, while... Black Lives Matter is happening, you change it, you work on the Native American issues in your organization? That should have been happened. And I hate to say this, but it looks a lot like pandering to me because a lot of times, and my friend asked me about this <clears throat> recently, uh, shout out to Wyatt, a lot of times organizations... One, they don't know what black people want. and Or two, they don't care what black people want, but they will do something that makes it look like they care about what black people want. 
even though they really don't. And it's obviously something that isn't... It's not any less of a problem, but right now it's not the relevance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You should... I mean, like I said, you've had 80 years to do it. You could do it next year. But right now, what's the problem? It's the black players having the problems. And... I don't, again, I can't stress enough. I'm not trying to belittle the Native American, uh, you know, blatant racism in sports teams' names. It, I'm that's serious. It's been going on for obviously. They haven't changed any of them. <laughs> so I mean, I get some of them are more commemorative than others. Like the Braves, I think, is okay because it's like a celebratory thing and not a derogatory thing to their skin but I mean what about what else are you doing other than just changing your name and that's not even the pressure that's on you right now you know what I'm saying yeah as you like you said their biggest priority is making it look like they care it's it's crazy man they're like oh okay well we're not gonna do anything for the black people but we will change our name for the Native Americans. Dude, like, they had the audacity. The Redskins had the audacity to say that Dan Snyder is doing, like, an internal review. What? Now? As as if as if he needs to review the, the organization to figure out why they're named what they're named. Man, sign cap. That's what we want. We don't want the name changed. Who cares? I mean, we, that's not what we've been worrying about. We want... Players to be able to express their opinions without losing their jobs for the rest of their lives. Right. That's what we want. That's it. I mean, what's so hard to do with that? It just, I, I don't understand. It, man. And for people who think it's a good thing, it is a good thing that they're changing the name. It is. But what else are they doing? Are they doing the things that people are actually asking for right now? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen anywhere in the league, actually. So, that's that, man. And they better not play the quote-unquote black national anthem at the football games. I better not see that. Please. Please do not do that. Who asked for that? It's just, it seems like it's all about gestures now. Like, yeah. Anyway. Alright. We're pretty much at the half i don't have anything else to say yeah let's get into some music um mike gave me control of both gyms today and um i'm gonna start with uh a guy i promote on here probably too much but his name is jermaine elliott he had a really good project this is his debut album I, I always like to promote the debut albums uh obviously when they're good um but yeah, this is uh, this side by. Oh well, should I play the Tory Lanez feature? Uh, I'm curious. Yeah, sure. All right, this is Rich Forever by Jermaine Elliott and Tory Lanez. Yeah, I'm a fucker, I'll be rich forever. Oh, yeah. So sit down and heavy metal. Oh, yeah. All my niggas. 
my side of town If you didn't know, now you know now They're sleeping up, let me wake them up Cause I'm really, really in my zone now Yeah, You know you're not up on my level So when you see your head, tell them I'ma fuck her, I'll be rich forever It's gonna be a slide tie. Cause I get in and kill it like this shit had my ties. Two piece chicken dinner straight from Popeyes. Only thing missing was the drinking hot fries. Sake from the band though, and y'all don't understand though. He used to be my man's, but that's only till the man told. I've been on the road with the bros and he's down home. We've been fucking long, shit ain't calling us the bang bros. The Lambo, the Lambo, the range, bro. I can't go, I can't through the spot, no yeah. thing. I'm a fucking That was Jermaine Elliott and Tory Lanez, Rich Forever, <clears throat> off Jermaine's new album, Gemini. Um, gotta start with Pop Smoke, man. Probably. You cool with that? Yeah. Alright. Um, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon, I believe is the name of it. Yes. <clears throat> Pop Smoke's first posthumous album i'm not sure if it's his only but it is his first uh rest in peace pop smoke obviously um now did 50 executive produce this yes free of charge supposedly okay that's cool um what do you think are you you want to go first um yeah i'll go first i gotta say it caught me off guard why is that? Uh, there's a lot more versatility in it than I thought. Yeah. Uh, where Meet the Woo 2 was kind of like a little more focused. I knew what I was getting kind of halfway through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one this one is a little bit of a plot twist with a lot of the tracks. Yeah. Uh, and I got initially I didn't really like it because he kind of slows it down, which I didn't really want. Mm-hmm. Uh, but listening to it multiple times... I started enjoying those songs a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only real like thing for me was that I, maybe it could have been ordered a little bit differently. Like yeah. you, you could have mixed up some of the first half songs with the second half songs. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, but besides that, man, I was really impressed with what I heard. Yeah, man. It 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 made me sad because I mean, to know he had this. You know, in the tuck, like, he wasn't even really working on this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was really about to be on fire this year. This whole year, apparently. Um, 
I, I liked it a lot, man. I, I really liked the acoustic guitar beats on this. You know, I, I like some a lot of the 50 sound, even though he always sounds like that. I'm not saying because 50 did something to it. I like the, you know, authentic New York uh, pop smoke drill, you know, that kind of stuff. It, it, it sounded great. I, I like most of the features. I'm not sure why Quavo was on it as much as he was. <clears throat> I guess they were really tight working on songs together, but um, I like a lot of the features, though. I like that as they're different. I definitely didn't see Sway Lee and Tyga and, uh, you know, Roddy Rich coming on there. Yeah, I had a couple of, like, times where I wanted Pop Smoke to kind of cover what the feature was doing. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I thought... Everything that Sway Lee said on this song, I thought Pop Smoke could have hit it a little bit better. <laughs> I agree. With especially that. with kind of how the song was flowing. Yeah, I agree. Um, also, I think 50 Cent's verse was kind of weak, in my opinion. I think it was weak, and I think it was on the wrong song. To me. Yeah, but, I remember you told me that. Yeah, I, I I don't mind it being on that song, but I I just I just thought it was weak. Yeah. And Quavo makes it three times, but the guy that kind of ushered Pop Smoke into the, the industry can barely give us one. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, I also thought Snitch and Pop Smoke should have at least done the hook. Yeah. Because Qua- Quavo kind of made it like a Migos song. Yeah. Uh, which kind of threw me off, but but it wasn't like it, it didn't make me like the album any less. Future's verse on there was impressive to me. Probably the best verse I've heard from Future in might be ever, honestly. <laughs> me too. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, Future killed it. Uh, I didn't want to say it. I had to come back to it after I finished the album. I was like, hold up, let me go back and listen to that again. I did too. I did the same thing. <laughs> the first time I heard him, I'm like, oh, Future sounds good. And I was like, well, how good was that? Was I just tripping? Yeah. He yeah. didn't, dude, usually he trails off after his first, like, three to five lines. Yeah, after those first two or three bars. He did, he's... Yeah, he didn't trail off in this one. and Like, he kind of did towards the very end. But he yeah. gave a lot of bars before he got to that point. And he kept his flow, which is yes. another thing he doesn't always Never, do. Never, it seems like. Um, I didn't want Quavo on the first song, that's for sure. Like, I don't want to listen to a posthumous album and hear someone other than the person on, the, like, the first voice I hear on the album. Dude, you know I wouldn't I mean? mind, like, if, if Lil TJ was on here three times, considering how they worked together a bunch of times. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. get that. Yeah. Again, 50 Cent, who had a you know, a part in ma- putting out the album. Yeah. Maybe even a New York guy. If it was just like another New York guy, okay. But mm-hmm. Quavo? Yeah. I, I would have rather heard Offset or Takeoff three different times. I would have rather heard them at least once in his in one of his parts. Dude, you know? I, the first time I listened to this album was like super late at night and Coming out of snitching, or I'm sorry, coming out of West Coast shit, I was like, I immediately texted you like, yo, I'm done with Quavo. <laughs> yeah. Th- oh for he, three? He's not from the West Coast. 
I was like, oh, he picked Tyga. Like, oh, when I looked at the track list, I'm like, okay, yeah, Wes, but Quavo. That's what I'm saying. It's just, he's like a mist. He's just a miss in every song he's on. (laughs) Yeah. And I think Quavo doing the first hook on Snitching was good, but then Pop Smoke should have did the next one. (laughs) Yeah. Like, if all of them did their own hook, that would have been cool. But yeah, him doing it so much was just weird. You know, this album, for like, this album feels kind of choppy, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, But. to its credit, like, it still sounds so good. I know. For them to have, you know, 18, 17 new songs on here was impressive. Yeah. It, I mean, for, you know, even if, obviously, some of them, like, I, Snitchin', I assume that he was going to have another verse on there. I'm just assuming that. I, ha- I have no information. But I'd be surprised if he just came in there for that one verse and that was, he said, yeah, that's my song. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of these songs, you could tell, probably weren't done. But, I mean, they made it sound good. And and like you talked about earlier, the slow the slow jams were really impressive. I mean, I didn't think he had that. I know he had that one on the other one with PNB Rock. But I didn't think he'd be able to give me, like, four like he did on here. Yeah. Yeah. And I was impressed with some of the slower songs too coming back. Yeah, yep. Yeah, you got a top three or four? Mm, 44 Bulldogs, probably my favorite. Okay. Gangsters has to be in there. Yeah. Um. And I think the outro. Okay. I think Tunnel Vision was. Uh, Tunnel Vision kind of brought me back to the first half of the album. Yeah. Uh, which I really liked. Yeah. What about you? I I uh, I do agree with you too about ordering it because the order makes it like it kind of drops off to me at one point, and then it comes back with the last few songs. But um, I really liked. Uh, obviously, I like snitching. I like yeah yeah a lot. Um. Yeah, I, I like for the night too. I like uh, little baby and the baby on there. I like um, yeah, the baby had a good verse. I could have had another verse for him too on there. Um, yes, yeah, honestly, there's not a lot of songs I didn't like. Uh, and I'll say I liked uh, Tunnel Vision too. Probably is my third. Tunnel Vision was really nice. I will say uh, Dior for the third time. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't need it. Did you see the memes? Him sneaking Dior on there for the third time? The people were having memes about it. It was funny. I saw a couple of them, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Another really good album. I don't think we've had anyone in our top ten album of the year list twice, have we? Uh, not that I could think of, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying this is in it right now, but, um, you know. Could be, yeah. See what else happens this year. What's next? Uh, let's talk about Tiana Taylor. That was like the the earliest one after our last episode. Yep, the album. Uh, what did you think? Yeah. Um, it was long. I will start there, but I really, I really enjoyed it. 
I um I like Tiana's last project. It was short, but like, you know, there's the two songs on there I will never probably ever listen to again. But uh I am glad she got to do this herself instead of the uh Yes. The presidential candidate. <laughs> Um, I thought it was really cool if she put Shumper on there on the on track uh, three. That's cool. Her husband. Um, I really like the features on here. I, I really did. I think I won't say all, but yeah, I'd say all of them really uh, uh, complimented her to me. Um, and it's just just good R and B. We've had really good R and B this year. Yes. Very 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 good female R&B this year and um this is a really solid album I, top to bottom I, it's just a lot of songs it's hard to listen to in one sitting I will say that um, yeah there's like the after the halfway point there's a stretch of maybe like three or four songs uh that for me kind of dragged yeah you know I, I'm I didn't like how she had features you know features in like good places and then Boom, there's like seven songs with no features. You know? Yeah. That was tough hearing her alone after yeah. hearing that, a nice that, that was my point was after that big Sean track, I was like getting to that bottom, like made it, we got love, took a while. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I completely agree. People sneaking King Combs on their albums this year. <laughs> <laughs> he he sounds good though. He, he did, he yeah. did. Um, no, I mostly agree with, with everything you said, though. Obviously, it's long, uh, but, you know, we got time these days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say, she, she took, I thought Kelani's was, you know, pretty sexual. Yeah. Uh, and she, Tiana kind of took that up a notch. She did. And it's like a different, a different kind of it. Yeah. I, I like that, so. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it didn't hit early on, like the first three, four tracks, mm-hmm. but you get to Morning with Kelani, mm-hmm. and moving forward after that. <laughs> yep. Mm. Yeah. But I liked I mean, it. Could, for people who didn't listen to it, you can look at the track list, <laughs> and you'll know what we're talking about, obviously. Yeah. Yep. I do think this is a very good album to listen to on shuffle. Yes, I agree with that. Because uh, the songs are kind of independent from one another. Some of these songs probably were songs that were supposed to be on the first album. Yeah, I imagine that. Yeah, since I, I know that uh, it was cut down like six songs or something. I remember her saying. So, um, yeah, I'm ready for more of these music videos to come out, too. She's had some good visuals for um for this so far. Music videos is a lost art form. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so solid project. The album by Tiana Taylor. Hour and 18 minutes, 23 songs. Uh, yeah, I definitely would recommend that to most people who like R&B, if you really like R&B. Okay, uh, what else? John Legend? Let's get six like next, cause his is quick. All right, you go. You got it. 
I think you already know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I heard your thoughts on it before I actually checked it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I gotta say, I enjoyed it. What What did I say about it? You said you wasted your time. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I, I really did forget. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, go ahead. You enjoyed it? Yeah, well, we've had a number of albums that have just been really long recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, this, this seemed interesting and he, his, his, uh, features have been really good over the last year. Like his, when he's like, featured? yeah, him being yeah, featured yeah. in tracks. Yeah. He's been on fire with that. Yeah. For sure. So I, I was excited to see kind of what he was going to sound like. Mm-hmm. And like, I enjoyed it, but I probably wouldn't have if it was an album. Mm. Okay. Uh, because six tracks, so it goes by quick. If it was any longer. And it almost feels like one track to me. Yeah. Uh, like the songs don't blend in together necessarily, but it's kind of like one style that he sticks with. Mm-hmm. And I thought he had more than that, honestly. <laughs> yeah. That's why, like, I enjoyed this as an EP, but if, if... I like. I would not really want to hear this as an album. I I don't need four other tracks for this. Gotcha. Gotcha. In, in that case, I agree with that. But you know, it, I've. I think anyone who's listened to us knows how I feel about songs sounding the same. Yeah. Right. So, it, that was the hard part for me, and and honestly, he's been like that for a while now. And I'll I'll like maybe three or two or three songs here and there by him, but listening to his albums, I'd rather when his albums come out, someone just give me two songs off it to listen to, versus me listening yeah. to it every time. I, I mean I the same thing every time. But with East Atlanta Love Letter, which I liked a lot, mm-hmm. like there was versatility there. Like some it of the was, songs, I was like, I'd never heard this before. Yeah, it was some. Yeah. Uh, but this one, man, like the the beats are really good. But like, I I wish there was a an actual rapper on there because yeah. he I mean, he mostly raps through this, and that's not really what I want to hear from him. Mm-hmm. And he raps like he's like the the best rapper out there. It, Explain that. Like he he delivers lines like I'm top ten, like no debate or whatever. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. top 10, are we going to have a problem? Like, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one thing for me, too, is, man, I, I can't... I mean, I can, but I prefer not to listen to albums that will give me the same, like... I don't like the mood Six Like has. Yeah, I got it. that. Yeah. I, like, I, I understand that's his style, and I like it. But I don't want to be in it for more than two, yeah. two or three songs at a time. It's very like it's very um, negative. I think it is it's very it slow, like, very like reflective. Yeah, it feels depressing. <laughs> yes, I, I can see that. And for so long, and the crazy <laughs> thing is, he's not saying anything depressing, but yeah. the song and how he's saying it sounds, <laughs> yeah, like he's you know sad. But he's, like you said, he's talking about being the best rapper alive. 
<laughs> you know, but I hate myself. <laughs> like, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I just, like, he, he rapped way too much, even on these six tracks. Like, yeah. that's not your game. No, it's not. <laughs> and, like, it, it doesn't even sound like he's trying to kill it. Because he yeah. just kind of, he just skates through the beat. He's, you know, with the way he sounds, it just, you know, very slow. Mm-hmm. But he acts like it's like he's just slaughtering it. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's a couple other lines that I, I didn't bother to remember. But I was like, dude, I don't need you bragging about how fire of a rapper you are when I'm enjoying everything on here but the rapping. And you're not a rapper. <laughs> right. That's the other thing. Like, yeah, what what genre are you in? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Six Lack, a.k.a. Black. Uh, what is it? Six Piece Hot? Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, so now John Legend? Yep. I want to start with this. I never in my whole life, well, let me not say that, but in, what year was it? In 2005 to 2007, I never imagined that John Legend would be a pop star in my life. I never, like, I couldn't, if you told me John Legend would be a pop icon when you turn 25, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have believed you when I heard uh, um, Ordinary People in Save Room. You know, I thought John was like a real, uh, like a recluse. He just sits at home on his grand piano writing songs all day. Now he got like a reality show. He's dancing, doing the bachata with his shirt open and stuff. Did you see that? Yeah. I promise you, I never thought that was going to happen in a million years. Yeah, him and it's, it's got to be Chrissy Teigen. Oh, yeah. She got him, like, way more social than he seemed early on. Chrissy Teigen and his bank account. Of well, course. yeah, right. That does a lot to you, too. Um, But, you know, he has found a way to evolve in ways that I'm not sure if I've seen another artist do. Not saying I like it, but he's, I mean, what genre can't he do at this point? He was like reggae records on this album, you know? Yeah. The uh, reggaeton, the that kind of stuff he does. Yeah. And like, I never thought he'd be up dancing and stuff with people. It would have banned and, you know, the features are pretty cool. Then he has the Gary Clark record, you know, uh... In Coffee, who's, you know, one of the top reggaeton artists right now, won awards and stuff. So, um, I know I'm, like, <laughs> not talking about the album, but John's evolution from being strictly R&B to where he is now, I, uh, is commendable. I will say that before I talk about the album. Bigger Love, um, this album was well-promoted, uh, and I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. I, I won't say I loved it, but I, I I enjoyed it, and I liked the um. I liked that I didn't know what was gonna happen next while I was listening to it. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. That that feeling. I I enjoyed that. I probably won't listen to it much, but on the first listen, it's just not my kind of music. That's why. But on the first listen, I I liked it, and I um I get the energy. I like the high energy from him. I thought it was a cool album. That's all. That's all I got. Yeah. My thing is like I, like you said, he's not really our our type of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially as far as I knew him, it was like slower R and B. Yeah. Very like romantic, very uh, grand. Yes. <clears throat> um, and this is my first time listening to a project from him, uh, start to finish at least. Oh, okay. And and I I mostly agree with you. I enjoyed it a lot. More so for how surprising some of the tracks were. Mm-hmm. Where again, it's, this is almost like a debut for me. It's, Listening to him, multiple songs of his in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first three tracks, the first four tracks, I was like, okay, this is what it's going to sound like. I like this. It's faster, a little more exciting. Uh, and then he slows it down with the Janae Aiko track. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like you said, he gets in a reggae at one point. Yeah. And there's like, there were so many times where this album surprised me, and it, all in a good way. Yeah. Um, to me, to me, like this, I, I thought of um, Snoop's dog album, Snoop Dogg's album last year, mm-hmm. where it kind of came out of nowhere. It, it was like a legend putting out, you know, another album. Yeah. Uh, where where he, he, John Legend is kind of in the same boat in his genre. Yeah. Uh, but they just like they know what they're doing. Yeah. And that's what this album sounded like to me. It was just so well made. He sounded so fluid on every beat. Like you could feel kind of the direction of the song. Uh and it sounded really good. Yeah. Yep, I agree with everything. Yep. <clears throat> to me this is a this is a must have for John Legend fans. At least yeah, in my I opinion. I agree. Especially people who are fans of his later stuff. Definitely. Yeah. This is like, to me, this is probably his best album since, uh, what was that? What was that run? He had a really good one. This might be his best album since like way, way early to me for just for me. Cause it was very different. Like I didn't really like darkness and light. Not, and these are albums I did listen to and people are probably going to kill me for it. Cause, uh, they're like his most popular albums. I didn't like Darkness and Light. I didn't like Love in the Future. Evolver was cool. Green Light was a hit when I was in uh, late middle school. Uh, but since like Green Light, I haven't liked any of his hits, honestly. Like I get the slow ones, the romantic ones, like you said. I get those, but those aren't like you know. Not for us. Yeah, and those aren't pass me the ox. Let me play all of me real quick yeah yeah so i i they're not my style so i haven't really enjoyed anything up until this album so yeah he's another guy that you have to be in a certain mood for yeah he is yep all right um that's bigger love john legend what else we have is that it that's it for me uh, I listened to 
Justine Skye's Bear With Me album. Um, and I loved it, man. Uh, another, another beautiful female R&B album. I mean, I, I don't know what, I don't know what's going on in the female R&B world, but I guess this is a competition. They're coming, they're coming with it this year, for real. Um, her, this album, uh, it's short, it's only, it's, it's ten songs on it, but the tenth song is just, um, one of the earlier songs, like, just the acoustic version or whatever. So, um, man, it, I'm trying to think how to describe it. It's very, uh, I got, like, Sade vibes at first. Now, some of these, they're kind of, the instruments are very simple, and there's a lot of her singing, like, over the instruments. But then she got into, like, the current R&B, uh, Kalani and, you know, Tiana kind of bag. But it's very, very smooth. The whole album is a very smooth album. And if that's your, that's your style, I definitely recommend it. It's uh, Bear With Me by Justine Skye. She hasn't had, she's been one of those artists who have like had that uh, never ending potential thing we talk about with rappers sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Like the schoolboy Q thing. Yeah. So she had that, like people were saying, yo, you know, Justine Skye, she just needs that one to get her over the edge and, uh, you know, she's as good as anybody. She just doesn't make the hits. And I think this is one of those albums that if people hear it, they'll understand like she's she is as good as most of the R&B artists in her uh, her peers, I'll say. Um, Yeah, that's all I got on that. Uh, I don't have any other albums. I didn't listen to Gucci's album. I think that's the only other album that came out that I was really planning on listening to. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, how how many ways can a Gucci album go? Yeah, Lil Wayne uh, re-released something from uh, the days when I thought he sucked. <laughs> yeah, the what is it, Free Weezy? Yeah. Yeah. When did that come out originally? Twenty. It was after Carter Five. I'm pretty sure. Carter Five is the most recent Carter. Yes. Oh. 2017 maybe uh, cause I, I heard some of the stuff on that Free Weezy is nice yeah, Carter I'll Fire check it out at some point yeah it was good I liked it I, I remember hearing it before but I don't I just don't remember when it was mm. Wayne is tough like that You got if you don't like if you're not really really into the album you forget when his music comes out cause he at one point, he was releasing stuff every year. You know? Yeah. Something. Um, I... Somehow, I found... I stumbled upon Ty Dolla Sign's album leaked, Kanye's album leaked, and Drake... And Drake EP leaked. I don't know how... I Tell me about the... Them, e- did you listen to them all? I didn't... Li- I didn't finish Ty Dolla Sign's. But I did listen to Kanye's and Drake's. How uh, was the Drake EP? 
Um, it's seven songs. It's called Grease. Uh, some of them I've heard snippets of, and I mean it's fire. I mean, <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> what do you think a Drake EP okay. sounds like? <laughs> no, just make it sure. Yeah, it, it it's not like crazy though. Nothing on here would be a hit. That's why I think it probably isn't legit. It's just a leak. Cause I can't imagine anything on here like really going off. Um, some mm-hmm. of these sound like those ones that he would release back in the day, where he like, you know, his vocals sound weird. He probably wrote it for someone else to sing it or something like that. Right. Um, some of those on here, the Roddy Rich song is hard though. Have you heard about that? No. Yeah, it's hard. Um, yeah, I, I'm not gonna play it right here right now, but yeah, the he has a Roddy Rich song coming out that's tough. Okay, I'm sure that'll come out. out. Huh? I'm sure that'll come out. Yeah, it's only two minutes, so it's probably not even done actually, because mm. Drake's verse on it is really short. Roddy basically does the whole song, so Drake probably have like. You know, when the beat slows down and flips over at the end and he has like a, you know. Of course. <laughs> diary entry verse that he does. Probably <laughs> one of those. It's probably just waiting for that for the whatever his album is. Um, yeah, the uh, Ty Dolla Sign album has a lot of features that I just didn't want to hear. Keisha Cole, Kid Cudi. Why? ASAP Ferg? No thanks. It's one of those. Rita Ora. Oh no. (laughs) It's just complete random people on his features. So I I thought that was kind of strange. Tierra Whack. What about Yandi? Any any thoughts? Um, Kanye's rapping on there. Like he's really rapping on there. Okay, I'll so, take that. I, I'll say that his rapping sounds good, but I won't. I won't say anything about the album because the album. Like I, I hope it isn't exactly like what I have when it comes out. I really well. Let me take that back. I don't care how it comes out. But if it comes out and I listen to it, I hope I don't listen to it like this. Because it's just all over the place. The features are all over the place. It just sounds like a mess as far as the order goes. Like the order is just so confusing. And just takes you all different sounds. And there's no cohesion to the album at all. So I assume either this is someone just like put 21 unreleased Kanye songs and put them together but it's new people on here um so I don't know I don't want to hear Kid Cudi and Tentacion on the same song and Kanye and Ty Dolla Sign oh my god <laughs> yeah Ty Dolla Sign has a lot of features on here somebody named Aunt Clemens is on here like nine times one two Three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, seven times. You might as well call it a joint album at that point. 
Yeah, it's 21 songs, though. Oh. Uh, I mean, and you could just, like, some stuff, you can just, like, you can know, like, you know what's going on. Like, when I say he has a song called Simulation Baptized with ASAP Rocky, Tyler the Creator, and Partisan Fontaine. Oh, my God. Right. I Kill <laughs> for Fun featuring YMW Melly. Bruh. Yeah. This guy. <clears throat> anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, we got any music topics to talk about? Anything happening in music? <laughs> Did you see a T.I. challenge 50 Cent? To Versus? Yeah. <laughs> I heard about it. I didn't see it. I, didn't, I mean, I, someone told me that, but I didn't read anything about it. What do you think about that? I mean, like, T.I. probably has more overall hits. Yeah. Just because he's been, like, he's just been more active. Yeah. As far as putting out music. Mm -hmm. But 50's hits, like, his 50's top 5 to top 10 would annihilate any top 5 or top 10 that T.I. could put together. I agree. T.I. has, like, two good ones even ti's best ones are not like 50s unbeatable ones yeah like nothing is beating 21 questions um many men many men in the club club. nothing is beating those and uh whatever you like and live your life is not (laughs) they're not gonna cut it for those you know what i mean (laughs) right yeah i'd say those are his two best right yeah, I think so. Yeah. Dead and gone, maybe. Oh no. Him and him and Timberlake have teamed up a number of times. Fifty can have a song he don't even like to be that, and I like that. But you know, Fifty has. Yeah, I don't know. Ti, people hype Ti up way too much, because I think he starts to believe that he's as good as, you know, the hype beasts think he is. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't think there's any music news that I can think of, honestly. Yeah, artists aren't even telling when they drop anymore; they're just letting it out. Yeah, still no Big Sean though. Still no Bryson. Still no Big Sean. Drake's taking a long time now. Still no Rihanna. But Drake put some out, so I could give him a pass for taking a while. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, at least he's sneaking stuff out on the low. Yeah, dude, I could use an EP from Big Sean. Yeah. You could do you could do what uh what Joyner did, just put out like all the singles you've been putting out over the last two and a half years, and put like three new songs on there. Yeah. And boom, you got yourself a lovely EP. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I would take another. Um, even if him and Janae came out with an EP, I'd accept that. Yeah. For his activity, you know. Yeah. It's better than nothing. Bryson, where are you? And what are they doing? It's quarantine. They should be making music. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
can't tour. That's what, that's what frustrates me. Like now is the what, what now is the perfect time to put shit out. And he's and like I understand Chris Brown or like Tyga not putting out stuff because they're like club guys. Yeah. But Big Sean is not a club. Like you don't have to be outside to hear Big Sean stuff. Yeah. I like I'd rather hear Big Sean stuff in the house. But you know, we talk about this every time. I don't want to get too deep into it because I'm just gonna get mad. Uh, um, I'll play one of uh, let me play one of Justine Sky's songs off her album as the second uh gym of the day. Um, this is this is Secrets by Justine Sky off of. The Bear With Me album.
was Secrets by Justine Skye. Uh, let's talk about shows real quick. If we don't have any more music. Yeah. <clears throat> I finally watched Watchmen. Like, oh, that whole first season? Yeah. That lone season. season? Yeah. How was it? Um, <laughs> it's like a slightly more, did you watch it? No. It's like a slightly more serious Doom Patrol, honestly. Okay. It's funny because I'm watching season two of Doom Patrol right now. Yeah, I was about to start it too. Um, it's like the stuff that happens in it is silly. But the story is serious. That's what kind of makes it weird. Like, mm-hmm. the King's character on there takes everything, like, everything is serious revolving her. But, like, the stuff that happens is so random and so, like, silly. But, like, it doesn't phase anyone. Like, Doom Patrol, stuff that happens is silly and, like, it's supposed to be funny. But on Watchmen, stuff happened that was silly and it wasn't supposed to be funny. But, like, you know, they, no one else, no one on the show thought it was funny, I guess. Right. If, if that makes sense. Does it make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it was. I But the story was very well written, I think. Like, the overall plot, I thought was well written. Um, I'm, But I'm a sucker for, like, the, I'm a sucker for, like, the sins of the father kind of plots. Where, like, the son comes back and the. You know, like something happened in the past and now it caught up to everyone in the future, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that kind of stuff. So, so spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it, it definitely has stuff to do with that. But the racial undertones were in there, in there were pretty cool. Um, kind of revolved around like uh, some, some racism, but also just like regular American you know, war issues and stuff like that. So I got you. I liked it. I liked it. Um, trying to think what else I started watching, uh, true detective season, season three. three. Yeah. Should I watch it? Uh, I'm only three episodes in, but it was, it's good. Okay. Better than season two. Yeah. 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 Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Mahershala's acting is, his acting is top tier, honestly. I, I like seen it. Anything he's been in that I really didn't like, and, but this time, I mean, they needed him for this. He's like a spark plug for True Detective. I don't know if he's ever coming back, but uh, he was a good addition. Uh, what what you been watching? Anything special? I've just been uh, running through Billions. Finished season three earlier today. Okay. Man, it, it just keeps getting better and better. Really? I gotta say, uh, like, season two kind of upped the ante a little bit, but uh-huh. season three has just gotten crazy. See, yeah, I, I gotta watch that. I got to. I, I yeah, watching, um, I've been watching some of the DC stuff, too. What, what else other than Doom Patrol? I just quit Stargirl. <laughs> Seven episodes in, I'm done. Why, Luke was carrying. Uh, I was, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Luke is fine. He's like he's the comedic relief, of course. Yeah. 
Uh, and he's a good actor, but it's just... It's all the same, like, tropes we've seen in superhero shows. Oh, I gotcha. Like, you know what's... The same writers? Yeah, like, you know somebody's about to either wuss out or somebody's about to, like, lose their temper or somebody's about to do something stupid. Like, it's so predictable at every turn. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it just, like... Like, at first it was kind of cool with the villains... But now they're dragging out like how they're kids. Mm, like okay. like people were dying at one point, but now oh they're too young to do anything. Mm. And it's just yeah, I've seen right. all these like all the elements of this show, I've seen it in other shows. Oh, okay, I got uh, and my and my girlfriend's still watching it, but she loves like the superhero stuff, so Mm-hmm. But I just, I've had so much of it in the last, like, five years that I, I need something good for me to keep watching. Yeah. Honestly, I'm getting a little skeptical about Doom Patrol. Skeptical about whether you're going to keep watching it? Yeah. <laughs> I read some of the, uh, like, synopsis of the episodes. I'm like, oh, it's really about to get crazy now. Dude, it's it's starting to head in the direction, and this it's not it's nowhere near this bad, but like Legion, it's starting to head in that direction. Uh, we're like, <laughs> where it's just so wild, like you don't even know what's going on at times. Yeah, I got you. But like season season one had elements of that. Like Doom Patrol could get away with that a lot more than like any other show, right? Or most other shows, right? But, like, they're kind of dragging some of the character stories, too, which I thought would further along at this point. It's all the same actors? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to check it out. I'll get to it probably uh, by next week. I won't finish it, but I'll get to it by next week. Yeah. Yeah. I also uh, I started watching... Um, the Alienist mm. from uh, TNT mm-hmm. with Dakota Fanning. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I'm I'm usually I usually don't like the shows based in the old times, like uh, in the 1800s and stuff. It's just hard for me to watch a show for you know so many seasons where no one has a cell phone at all right no one has a car and stuff like that it's just weird for me to even picture that um uh but this man the writing in the script the script writing is really they really really took their time with that because they have like these monologues every episode where like they're explaining the psychology of the killer and stuff like that that's really like moving for me but as far as the show itself uh i like it but it's a little bit hard to follow it's one of those where they like just drop you in the in the time while like stuff is already happening i got you yeah yeah like he he's already investigating murders of people that i haven't even seen on the show so Mm -hmm. all right so who is this again and the names are weird um but all in all, I do like it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stick with it. I'm only in like, I think I'm episode four or five of the first season. Um, yeah. It's weird. Like movies are preparing to like start coming out again. Yeah. 
But they were preparing to do that, like, when July, like, the first couple days of July. Right. Now it's kind of put off to August, and they're like, trailers are coming out for certain movies, but it doesn't even seem like movie theaters are going to open up. Yeah. That Christopher Nolan movie, I mean, yeah, he's really upset that that can't come out. He's really trying to figure out a way to, you know... He's not, I hope I hope I don't want to watch that like on demand. Cuz if people start getting comfortable with that, then movie theaters are really going to start dying even even after this whole COVID-19 thing. Yeah, I think it's going to be I think that would be like the hardest thing to happen, but it's definitely possible. You know. Yeah. It would be really tough for movie theaters to completely be gone but yeah if it is like this they're gonna have to figure out something or they're gonna have to have like those ones where it's like the the uh what is it well like those taverns where you can eat at but it's just like clusters yeah like the tables you know what i'm talking about yeah <laughs> like it's gonna be like that yeah at, like that's the best case scenario at the moment how it looks now where people like there's three seats you got a little table and then everyone else is far like an actual restaurant with just a 80 100 foot screen <laughs> oh man yeah it's i miss i miss getting excited for like new movies and new shows i know it's i think the shows is really bad but i mean i it's cool you can go watch shows that you haven't seen, but a lot of shows I haven't seen I didn't want to see. So Right. And I've been looking for new shows to come out that you know, I've been waiting for second seasons and stuff like that. That's tough. Yeah. But I thought animation would be like would be rampant right now and it's not. Like I thought like I hear about new anime coming out or, um, you know, yeah. Network getting a spike because they can keep making their new episodes and stuff. Or I'm not saying like every show, but I figured I'd see a new show, at least in the works of a cartoon that people would like, but not, yeah. not too many of them. HBO. I mean, I, I, uh, F is for family season four came out like a couple weeks ago. Uh, and I ran through that in like two days. That's that's what's tough about the streaming cartoons, huh? Yeah. Because they are short and they are quick. Uh, yeah. Anyway, hopefully, hopefully everyone listening is staying safe, staying in the house. Yes. Please uh, wear a mask masks. if you go outside. Yes. Wash your hands. Um. Sure, you hear that enough, but people are still arguing about wearing a mask. And dude, if you're only wearing your mask over your mouth, you're not wearing it right. <laughs> that always makes me laugh, man. Dude, I mean, I, it's concerning, but it makes me laugh. Dude, I keep noticing that shit in grocery stores. Yeah, it is so. It pisses me off so much. And the other thing is, I don't understand why people think like. Don't wear your mask just because you have to, like, to get in a store. Wear it because you want to protect your life and everyone yeah. else's life around you. Yeah. 
Like, you know, some places, I know the gyms, you have to wear the mask when you walk in the door. Yeah. You just take it off. Yeah. Like, what's the point of that? Yeah, completely defeats the purpose. Yeah, like, it's, it's crazy. And, you know, I, I've seen, when I was in Orlando, um, Orlando has a countywide, uh, Orange County countywide masks, uh, you know, mandatory masks. And when you went into a store, if you didn't have a mask, you know, they'd stop you at the door. They had security at, like, every store. Yeah. You know, you got to go get a mask. And, like, people would come up there without a mask and get kicked out and go get the mask, like, so upset. And they just get, like, a, you know, a BS mask just to, like, barely put over their face, like, a napkin or something like that. Yeah. Like, dude, just get a mask because you need it. Because, like, not just because it's the law, because... It's what you need to protect everyone's life. And in this, we'll probably have to wear a mask forever at this point. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Yeah, just because they don't want it to even start again. All it takes is one person for it to start again. Oh, man. (sighs) World is changing. Um... So, you heard it here first. Next time we'll be back, the NBA bubble will be canceled. Yeah, and soccer will cancel their season. That's my hot take. Even though they, that shouldn't be a hot take. <laughs> but, yeah. American soccer. Um, You got anything else? Uh, No, I don't even know. Like, I can't even preview what we're going to review because I have no idea what's coming out. Yeah. It's all surprises. So. I think some of these people, like, I don't think Six Like um, is even, like, going to release the album right now. Yeah. I think some of these guys just had extra songs. Yeah. And, they like, they maybe made some new ones, or maybe they just put a bunch of old tracks together. You never know with Six Like. It all sounds the same. <laughs> <laughs> new or old. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right let's get out of here all right we'll see you guys next time thanks for tuning in Uh, until then we got some uh throwback game in 50 yeah let's take them back Uh uh-huh Coming up, I was confused. My mommy kissing a girl. Confusion occurs coming up in the cold world. Daddy ain't around, probably out committing felonies. My favorite rapper used to sing, check, check out my melody. I wanna live good, so shit, I sell dope for a full finger ring. One of them go ropes. Nana told me if I pass, I get a sheepskin coat. If I can move a few packs, I get the hat. Now that'd be dope. Tossed and turned in my sleep that night. Woke up the next morning, niggas that stole my bike. Different day, same shit, ain't nothing good. In the hood, I run away from this bitch and never come back if I could. Needed to love it, the underdogs on top. And I'm gon' shine, homie, until my heart stops. Go ahead, envy me. I'm Raps MVP. And I ain't going nowhere, so you can get to know me. Needed to love it, the underdogs on top. And I'm gon' shine, homie, until my heart stops. Go ahead, envy me. I'm Raps MVP. And I ain't going nowhere, so you can get to know me.
On the grill of my lowrider, guns on both sides, right above the gold wires, I four five them. Kill a nigga on my song and really do it, that's the true meaning of a ghost rider. 10 G's to take your daughter out of Air Forces. Believe you me, homie, I know all about losses. I'm from Compton, where the wrong colors be cautious. One phone call, I had your body dumped in Marcy. I stay strapped like car seats, been banging since my little nigga Rob got killed for his Barclays. That's 10 years, I told Pooh in 95, I'll kill you if you try me for my Air Max 95s. Told Banks when I met him, I'm a ride, and if I gotta die, I'd rather homicide. I ain't had 50 cent when my grandmama died, now I'm going back to Cali with my Jacob on, see how time fly. And I'm gon' shine, homie, until my heart stops. Go ahead, envy me. I'm Raps MVP, and I ain't going nowhere, so you can get to know me. Need the love with the underdogs on top. And I'm gon' shine, homie, until my heart stops. Go ahead, envy me. I'm Raps MVP, and I ain't going nowhere, so you can get to know me. From the beginning to the end, losers lose, winners win. This is real, we ain't got to pretend. The cold world that we in. It's full of pressure and pain. Enough of me, nigga, now listen to gang. Used to see 5 0 throw the crack by the bench. Now I'm fucking with 5 0, it's all starting to make sense. My mom's happy she ain't gotta pay the rent. And she got a red bow on that brand new bench. Waiting on shot money to land, sitting in the range. Thinking how they spent 30 million dollars on airplanes when his kid's starving. Pockets going to Brenda, still throwing babies in the garbage. I wanna know what's going on, like I hear Marvin. No school books, they use that wood to build coffins. Whenever I'm in the booth and I get exhausted, I think, what if Marie Baker got that abortion? I love you, my dogs on top. And I'm gonna shine on me until my heart stops. Go ahead, envy me. I'm Raps MVP, and I ain't going nowhere, so you can get to know me. Need the love the underdogs on top. And I'm gonna shine on me until my heart stops. Go ahead, envy me. I'm Raps MVP, and I ain't going nowhere, so you can get to know me.